Hey, we're back. You know, there's some people that just follow where everyone is at different time periods. I guess mostly me, but now AJ is kind of on that list, at least for now. I mean, AJ in Atlantic City, and then five seconds later, he's back. So good thing he has the teleport system. He you know, loved it just... so much. He's back in Florida, right? Yeah, that was your Jersey <laughs> experience. AJ, we'll get to the poker later, but your Jersey experience. You've got two Jersey natives on the show with you today. Mm. Mm. Something Careful. caught in your throat. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were in the, you were you were two down south. You got to come up north a little bit. I know the best. I mean, part listen, of listen, Scott. Trip. As you saw, yeah. the weather was amazing yesterday. It mm. was incredibly gray. And then the traffic, driving to Philadelphia to fly out this morning. Oh my gosh! I thought you know Orlando had bad traffic. Man, that that traffic into Philly. The mm. my Uber driver this morning was like, "You might not make your flight, buddy." And I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm making my flight. You're gonna just ram some people if you have to." I actually make fun of um, my now Orlando neighbors because they complain about traffic. They'll be like, "Oh, it's so backed up. I'm gonna be late. It's like ten minutes of traffic." Yeah, and I'm no. like, ten minutes. You're a joke. Welcome uh, to New York, New Jersey. I'll take 10 minutes all day. Hell yes, I'll take 10 minutes. If I, it's only 10 minutes of traffic, I'd take that every day. But a big part of AJ's trip also, got himself a little foul territory sweatshirt. I actually got my hands on one yesterday too. Todd Father got one, foulterritoryshop.com. Very well done. The merch squad shout out today. Very good job. I'm going to rock mine tomorrow. You got it tomorrow? Yeah, all right, better. good. Actually, we it's need too to hot to wear it here. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good for now. Although sometimes it's chilly in in Studio AJ. Studio yeah, AJ, a little, little I like fresh. that. Studio it's little, AJ. Uh, yeah, it's a little it's a little warm outside though to be rocking the the full fleece hoodie. It is. Rub it in. And lastly, before we get to some topics, you unfortunately missed Tim Kirkjian mm. yesterday, which is unfortunate. But yes, if you'd like to give us a sentence or two from what you think he said, we would take it. Well, listen, we had a good conversation. I talked with AJ. For some reason, he was a little skeptical about some of the choices I made. Like, what does he think? What does he know? It's crazy. There you go, Tim. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you want to grade that? I, that's pretty accurate. No, no, I'll take it. Thank you very much. It was good. Listen, those yeah. two together were awesome. They are. Yeah. You got two of the best, brother. That, yeah. I mean, in our time, I think, in my my opinion. Agreed. Ken Rosendahl and Tim Kirkjian were on for you know, half of yesterday's show so if you want to check that out uh, go for it but for now let's charge the damn mound there's so many signings going on let's get to it not nah, just kidding but we do have rumors so let's kick them around and we'll start with the angels interest in joey Votto. john Heyman said that the uh, angels are interested and it sounds like Votto obviously also has interest in going to toronto not sure if it's totally neutral but um Heyman at least mentioned that know he wouldn't rule out Votto going to the hometown Toronto Blue Jays for him so you know what actually hits me the most out of all of this because I don't know I mean what Joey's going to look like in you know 2024 I don't think he's going to be an everyday player I don't even think he wants to be an everyday player but he wants to play it's going to be weird with him on a different ball club you know yeah it's going to be strange I mean whatever team he goes to I just <clears throat> I think of the Joey Votto who used to go do crazy things in the offseason and he was the guy that would take a, a minivan and travel all through California. So he does know <laughs> California really well. He's worked out there. I mean, I can see that being a nice fit for him, being a veteran guy coming through, <clears throat> helping some young guys out and, uh, you know, focusing on baseball. But this is – it sounds strange to say it, but this is his time when he gets on a team to kind of just settle a little bit 
help a little bit, but not necessarily be that Joey Votto where I know he's going to do it anyway, but in the cage, you know, 24-7, getting better swings, wanting to be the best. Yeah, they want that, of course, but he's going to be there for veteran presence. And, and I think that's going to be the biggest thing for him, knowing he's not going to play every day. And I think, you know, with his mindset, I could say all this stuff, and I think, honestly, he's still going to go out there, do his cage work, do everything he has to do, and try and be the best first baseman in the league. But if I'm him, I'm going to comfort. I'm going to be excited. And if you got, you know, we're getting close to spring training. If you got one or two teams, you better start. He better shit or get off the pot, you know, yeah. for lack of a better word. So hopefully this is true for him. You know, he deserves another year with somebody, and uh, we'll see what happens. AJ, remember when we talked to Will Benson about Joey Votto's impact? That one hit me because, I mean, Todd Father can talk about this in a sec too, but you don't know which veterans are really helping guys. And to me, that was like a very direct case study of a player who took a turn and had a breakout year, and he gives a lot of credit to Joey. Agreed. But here's my question for you guys. If you have the option between Toronto or Anaheim, which one should you pick? Because one of them's going to compete this year, and the other one's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to Toronto. For and sure. also, it's Joey. And he shouldn't care Canadian about money. Too. I mean, he, I care about money, <laughs> no. but here's my point. If Joey gets no. a one-year three from Toronto and a one-year five from the Angels, for a guy that's made, what, $200-plus million dollars in yeah. his career and has never won a World Series, where is he signing? He's going to Toronto, I would assume. Should, shouldn't he? Yeah. If he wants to win on his way out or try to win, not saying yeah. the Blues are going to win a World Series, but their chances versus the Angels is I night mean, and day. And that's a good in-between guy for Vlad over there at first base. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, Vlad goes five, six days a week. You know, Joey, step in there. You know, you face that tough throwing right-hander or whatever. You know, you got Garrett Cole there. Who, you know what I'm saying. I mean, Vladdy hits well off him. Don't get me wrong. But just for an example, yeah, he can easily come in there and play a couple times and, and do a very good job. Angels fans are, I should say, Blue Jays fans really want him too. Yeah. You know, they want that little uh It's like that Russell Martin kind of deal, you know. He, right. he called for him at the end. When we went to Montreal, we played an inner squad in Montreal in spring training. And, excuse me, they had Russell Martin's, uh, one of his family members, sing the national anthem. And then they announced him. It was unbelievable. The, the crowd – the excitement for Russell. I was like, dude, here this is like game one here. It was really cool to watch. And playing in Montreal, that was pretty cool too. I, AJ, have you ever have you ever played in Montreal? No, the year I was supposed to go to Montreal, we went to Puerto Rico instead. Oh well. Damn. But yeah, they're right. They're very close to each other, Montreal and Puerto Rico. From yeah. San Francisco. They're both very close. <laughs> they have their pros and cons, both those cities though. They're both, yeah. they're both no, I'm mad cool. I miss Montreal. I heard Montreal was amazing from everybody yeah, that went there. It they, was they, other than the stadium. They said the city was unbelievable. The People were amazing. The stadium obviously sucked. But, yeah, I mean, listen, if I'm Joey Votto, I'm going to the best place I got to win. If I have two options, I'm going to the one where I got a chance to win. And, and you know, playing-wise, I mean, I don't know if he's going to play either one. The thing about Anaheim is they have Shanwell, right, the rookie kid who did okay, is right out of college last year. So they're probably going to want to get him to get him the most at bat. So, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic. Uh, but Toronto, they need a left-handed hitter. He could DH. He could – you know, like Todd said, mix mix and match with Vlad when Vlad needs a day off the turf to, to give him a DH time. So, I mean, a lot of signs point to Toronto. But, again, as we always say in free agency, it takes two to tango. And do we even know that Toronto is interested in bringing him there? No, not for sure. No. <clears throat> also, Toronto needs to make sure that they get their offense in check because their offense was mid-tier last year, which was disappointing based on what the roster looks like. They've lost some dudes, and they haven't replaced all of them. I mean – Whit Merrifield gone, replaced by IKF on offense is a loss for them, right? Uh, Kiermaier's back. That's all they've done to the lineup card. 
right? And they've lost, of course, Matt Chapman and Brandon Belt for now. And even Joey, no offense to Joey, but Brandon Belt had a pretty good year last yeah. year. <clears throat> if I'm picking one or the other just for their production on the field, I think that Brandon Belt's a better player, a better hitter right now in this stage of his career than Joey. So you add that up, then I don't know what's going to go on with Chapman, but if he doesn't come back too, I feel like they need to make another move. Even if they do bring Joey back, I'm fine with that, of course. And I do think that he could kind of light up this team or at least provide another kind of set of eyes and a veteran presence and a coach almost in a way like he did for Cincinnati, maybe to kind of get through to some guys. But I still think they need another bat to compete in that division because it didn't work for them. Do you agree? Another agree. They need help. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they need help offensively for sure. There's, and there's tons of free agents out there. So, I mean – Heck, look at their playoff their playoff run. Their two games they played, they scored what one run or whatever it was in two yep, games yeah. against the Twins, or no runs maybe. I don't remember. It was, it was zero run. It was not good. It wasn't. <laughs> I a think lot that last game they lost what three to one, or was it what, three or was one. it two nothing? Mm. Whatever it was, Either they way. had nothing. They had nothing. But whatever it was, game. they listen. They didn't they score lost. enough runs to they win. Lost. Yeah, and the Twins didn't exactly bang the ball around the field either in that no. series. So it was. Yeah, the, 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 they need Vlad to be better. They need Bichette to stay healthy, and he was pretty good last year, but they lost Chapman. They need Kiermaier to be better. I mean, they need uh, Alejandro Kirk to come back to what he was before. I mean, there's a, to me, the Blue Jays have offensively have some holes. I agree. Yeah, they, their offseason better not be done yet. Okay, <laughs> so let's do some spreading rumors while we have a moment, and then we're going to talk to one of the top draft prospects, too, coming up in a little bit, P.J. Morlando. So – Let's start with Kenny Ballgame, who you know, we'll talk to again either tomorrow or early next week. But uh, Rosenthal in today's edition of The Athletic said that the Royals have a desire to add one more piece and that they are looking into a closer. So I'll take a few snippets from what he wrote. They've already picked up guys like Seth Lugo and Michael Waka. They spent a little over $100 million on free agents. And he said they're open to adding a closer. So they had Araldis Chapman at the beginning of last year. He was great for them. They traded him. They picked up Cole Reagans, who is probably their best starting pitcher. So that was a freaking awesome deal. And then Ken started going over what the options could look like in the trade market in addition to what they have, who is a World Series champ year after year. Will Smith is their closer on a one-year $5 million contract, but they're looking to see if they can add someone else. Exactly. I don't know if that necessarily means championship, but uh, Ken talked about Kenley Jansen, probably too expensive for them. Devin Williams, Brewers obviously shouldn't trade him, and I don't think they will now, especially with the Reese Hoskins signing. And then lastly, he brought up a slim chance that the Guardians would move Emmanuel Classe. So you don't necessarily know who that closer would be, but the fact that they might look to add another reliever is interesting. I also wonder, AJ, if they should just buy another reliever because if you're going to add one and it's costing you money anyway, why don't you save the prospects? This team certainly needs to do that if they're going to be a winning ball club. That's where I would look. There are still some free agent relievers available. I don't think they're going to play in the Hector Neris world, but there's a few other names that are still out there that if I was them, I would look to before I would trade. What do you think? Oh, I think Class A is probably off the table because he's in the division. So you can start with that. Um, I just, I don't know. I I don't know what, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any really closers out there um, that are going to move the needle enough. Will Smith has done, he's closed out world series before, so he knows what's happening. Um, I don't know, man. Is is a reliever what they really need? I mean, I'm still hoping they get, you know, they may be another starter, but I'm looking at the list right now. Hector Neris. Yeah, but too expensive. You know, Liam Hendricks, he's hurt, right? 
Michael Fulmer, Ottavino, Ryan Stanek, Brad Hand. David you know, Robertson. Like, See, yeah. someone like that I think would be interesting. I mean, Maton's available, not necessarily a closer. Ryan Brazier's coming off that sick finish to the season with the Dodgers. I mean, there are some names that Middleton are Middleton had available. some success last year. Kenyon Middleton. Yep. Ottavino, um, who we talked to the other day. Yeah. There's names, dude. There's names. Therese Familia. T- Todd's old buddy. What's that? Jur- oh, Juris. Yeah, I like Juris, man. He's a beast. But listen, I, I want to say, why they don't need the closer. Just get another reliever in That's there. what I'm saying. Yeah, Just get like, another high leverage. You don't arm. have to say you need a closer because you got a couple guys that could do it already. So get a high leverage guy, and guess what? If he turns out to be a beast in an eighth or ninth inning, then you can use him. So I mean, Yeah. They're not getting Williams because the Brewers are all in now once they sign Hoskins. So the Brewers right. aren't trading anybody. They're they're going for it, right? That was Kratzy's favorite day of the year when Reese signed. He was in South Africa going, yes. I mean, that's the perfect marriage of yeah. Philly, who he likes, going over to the Brewers, oh, who he, he loves. We talk about all the time about Reese not getting signed. Exactly. Oh, he just he got, every he time we mind. talked about a free agent, he's like Reese Hoskins. Where's he? Where, where yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, damn, dude. Let's yeah. get let's get Otani first. Yeah. Well, he ended up in a good spot, but I will say Great for spot. the Royals. If you're thinking about things, I, I think they're evaluating the division in two ways. Number one, they've been losing for a while. And the rebuild for them has not been super fruitful, right? Like, it's not like they're loaded with prospects. Obviously, Bobby Witt Jr. is by far the star of that farm system um, that now obviously graduated into being a star, if not superstar, in the major leagues. So they said, hey, let's do some adding. Let's do some spending this offseason. And let's look at the division. FT the other day said the White Sox are likely going to lose 100 games. The Twins didn't do anything, and they lost some pitching. They still should be really good, but it's not like a team that's super intimidating in my mind. Same with the Guardians. The Tigers look like they could be better, but I think at, at some point you look and they're like, okay, there's some there's some starters in that rotation. And I, I like that we're talking about the Royals Me too. doing things, and I think that's the, that's the biggest thing to take from this. We are talking about the Royals, and we're talking about them making moves. This is a huge step, man, because this is this is unlikely of them to do this stuff. So I love their pickups. I like their acquisitions. I like that they're still wanting to do things. They kind of slowed down a little bit, and now they're like, you know what? Almost spring training. Let me dabble here and see uh, you know, what the market looks like. I, I'm certainly feeling better about the Royals. If you told me they were a super surprise team and they at least were contending in the 500 range, I wouldn't mm-hmm. think you're crazy where we just talked about a Rockies team that I just don't see it. You know, that that's a hundred losses Agreed. for me. Agreed. So, all right. Ready for that's what he said. The star really all year of that's what he said when he does talk <laughs> is Oakland A's owner, John Fisher. He is a real human. This just in and confirmed. He, he appeared and spoke and said this to the media. We, we had plans to release the renderings um, in December, um, and unfortunately, you know, the, with the tragedy that, that occurred here, we postponed that. Um, since then, we've been working with, uh, with Valleys and GLPI, who are uh, sort of two of our partners on the Tropicana site, to try and see if we can, instead of just releasing our renderings by themselves, um, be able to release our renderings along with the planned resort that is going to be on that. So that's something that we're going through, and that you know takes time. And so uh, we'll release our renderings when you know when it's the right time to do so. That's what he that looks is, like. That is what he looks like. What did you think? He <laughs> I didn't know like? what he looked like either. I had no idea because I've never heard him say anything. That's what he looks like, dude. Hmm. It, 
And, and also, I will say, because I'm pretty well-versed on this topic, I'm not 100%, but first of all, what he's talking about is there was a terrible tragedy. I, I think it was two police officers lost their lives <sighs> in, in, a, you know, in a shooting um, in Vegas months ago. So I will say this. I mean, awful tragedy that, that was at the time period. It wasn't the time to come out and you know, do a press conference renderings and all of that. That was months ago, though. So now oh, in up. my mind, what? Well, no, if you're, I mean, because where they're putting the stadium is, yeah. remember the, the, the horrific thing that happened from the, the shooting yes. guy? Yes. That's, that's literally almost on the same plot of land. So that's what I was like, is he talking about that? No, he's talking about that's why it's been delayed. He's saying oh. because of that tragedy, it wasn't the right time at that, you know, that week to bring that out. Oh. I agree. I totally agree. Because where they're putting the stadium agree. is literally almost not on about top that. of. The, the awful the, the shooting awful that happened shooting a couple years, years back. ago, but it's not about that. He's just saying the timing of the renderings was was not um, okay that week because of a tragedy, right? They wanted to, you know, obviously mourn and focus mm -hmm. on what had happened, but that was months ago. So the fact that he's now still bringing that up as not appropriate timing is strange, right? To to be like, oh well, you know, the the tragedy that occurred, like that. It's been it's been months. It's weird to to harp on that and use that as an excuse and then now say, oh, well, we want to release even more renderings. So that's why these renderings aren't out. He is just a walking load of shit. I, I cannot, <laughs> I can't take a word from this dude seriously. No, and no, the no. fact that he's even swindling MLB too because they set deadlines for him to do things and he hasn't done shit is unreal to me. This guy is on another freaking planet and he should stop talking. Well, you got to hear him talk at least because. But if, everything if, he if says is stop. just take the opposite. Well, that's what you just don't know whether to believe. You don't know what what the answers are. You don't know what they're doing. You could say one thing and and believe another. So I think that's the biggest problem. And like he said, I, I never knew what the guy looked like. So now you can put a name to a face a little bit, and just just see what he's got going on. But yeah, it's uh, it's something totally just strange. So they they have to figure something out. We don't know what the move is. He's going to just sit there and say what he wants because that's what he can. That's yeah, the it's just it's such it's such a shame because obviously it's a it's a rich history of a franchise and and he just is is tarnishing and ruining the brand and the name. Everything with the A's you just expect to get messed up over a long period of time, and it is essentially all his fault. He's a terrible leader of a business. Did, so Scott, did you see the yeah. other part of his press conference? Well, I think we have it. So, where the Las know, Vegas it, people were so excited when he stepped up there, they couldn't stop cheering. Let's give it up one more time for Mary Beth and John Fisher, please. The Las Vegas A's. We like the sound of that, right, Vegas? Yeah. Yes. Are are we alive back there, Las Vegas? How we feeling? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, oh my that's God. Like the, that shows you how much they are so excited about the A's. I mean, oh come on, guys. Come on. come on. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Are, are we alive in the crowd? Please. Someone <laughs> cheer. Nobody booed, at least. So, I mean, that's a plus. <laughs> right. Nobody gives a shit. They only boo if they care. True. True, true, true. True, right. I mean, at least, yeah, at the, the fan fest for the Red Sox, they're booing because they care. They're like, hey, we want a winning product. Yeah, that lady was trying, bro. That was that was tough. That, that is tough. Just, you just stop talking. Like, Las Vegas says, thank you. 
<laughs> well, because people are sitting, in, <laughs> people are sitting in the crowd, and they're like, yeah. "I'm not cheering for this guy." No, I mean, everyone no, knows his it. story at this point, and th- this is exactly what I'm talking about. You are bringing a villain to a city that deserves its own freaking fresh team that is not attached to this dude. Obviously, no one wants to be attached to this dude anymore. But this is just the beginning of a nonstop script that you can't freaking write. This is a movie that we're all living out, and it's going to be an incredible sequel called Moneyball 2. But for now, <laughs> this is insane. And this we're just getting started. I'm telling you, there are going to be 5,000 more things that will be botched. This is just a walking disaster until he removes himself from this franchise at some point and sells it, which he will at some point. But he's trying to obviously get everything set up so that he can kind of maximize the profits. Mm. But, man, this is a mess. It's every day. Like, wh- what would you have expected, Okay. John Fisher getting announced to talk. If I had said, how do you think the reaction is going to be? You probably would have said he's going to get his ass booed, right? Yeah, that's what I'm, this yeah. is even better. No one even says anything. It's like a silent protest. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the, 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 you know, the funny part is normally when you have something like this, you get people in a room that are, you know, we're going to be excited yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It's not like when they when they did the what was it the Vegas Commerce or whatever it was the City Hall or City Chamber of Commerce whatever mm-hmm. the sign was behind them. Normally you get people you bring, invite people that are like okay I'm all in for this. I mean they couldn't even find anybody to come and just give them the old at least a little golf clap right. It was like hey is anybody even out there? Hello. Yeah, it's hello. like those presidential debates, man. You got the people screaming in the background. Sometimes you can't even hear what they're saying. Like, ah, let's go. Well, also, yeah. just in general, there, there's rallies, protests, all kinds of things that <laughs> yeah. exist in our world and even in our country where sometimes there are people that are paid to go. Yeah. Even th- there's been in the past, I, I think A-Rod had some of his shit going on and he paid some people that were on the street when he was like battling MLB. I'm pretty really? sure you can Google that and see some yeah, of the details of people they interviewed. So this stuff happened. So I'm actually, su- well, I'm not surprised. But John Fisher probably is the type of guy that would, you know, put 100 people on the payroll to just follow him around and be like, he's the best, he's the best. I can't believe he didn't think of that. So maybe yeah. he's watching and listening and he's like, hey, that's a good idea. I should start paying people to say that I'm cool. I don't know what else to say about it. I think we did it. I think we did it. <laughs> no, I think no, we should just be quiet. Yeah. For the rest of the show, to honor John Fisher. Yeah. Um, wow. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We do have a fan question that's the kind of um, – I was going to say for slap hands, but we could do it right now. Um, and, AJ, you can say I don't really know much about the topic, but uh, Comic Things was asking, and I think one other person was asking, AJ, thoughts on on White Sox TV slash play-by-play. I don't know if you know the guy, right? They, did they make the announcement already? That I'm trying to keep up with. Yes, they the did. They situation. did. The White they Sox did. announced him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I got to find great. the name. Yeah. I mean, you don't know the person personally because a couple of no. people were asking. I was like, I'll ask him for you. Obviously, John I Schiffer, can ask him. Schiff, Schiff, John Schifrin. 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 Oh, I don't know oh, him no. at all. Schifrin. Uh, Sorry, John. We, we're going to have to do Honestly, on. I never we'll even, I don't know who even know who he is. So, I mean, I hope he's great. I hope he's great at his yeah. job. I mean, listen, he's got, a, he's got a couple, he's got like three legends to follow. He's got Harry Carey, the Hawkeroo, and then he's got Benetti, who, you know, people really Benetti. like. So, Bro, I hope he's Benetti. great. He is a beast. But I mean, I, I hope he's great. I mean, he got, he said, you know, he loves Steve Stone, which is a big step to tell Steve Stone you love him. Um, better eat some salads though if you're t- if you're hanging out with Steve Stone, because otherwise he will call you out. See Lance Lynn. Um, but I mean, I hope. Listen, I hope I hope he's great. I mean, I hope he fits in. I hope the fans love him. Um, you know, he's not a Chicago guy. He's not a White Sox guy, which is a lot of times the 
White Sox fans kind of want, but you know what? I hope he's great. I hope he does a great job, and we'll see how it goes. Give him the benefit. Give him the benefit. That's I am. The, I totally you know, am. I want him to do great. I want him to be a great announcer. No you always doubt. want, you know, Todd, you want your team you root for to have Hell great yeah. announcers because it makes when you listen to the game so much more fun. You yeah, buy no in, they're invested, you know? Bro, I had, I had that argument with a lot of people, man. If you're if you're not like be that I like a homer I want the home announcer to be the homer man like oh what the heck was that I'm doing like Hawk Harrison I mean come you on you want man. a homer yeah guys can't it's tough oh, though guys all right, let's talk all right you don't like it I could see yeah. you don't want a you homer want to talk no, no, no. I, I, you know I I hold up hold up go ahead I I can see people that like that yeah I can talk as a former more play by play type dude versus what I do now. Most of the time, they don't want you to do that. That's my no, point. they don't. And so I, I it's don't. tough. Like if you want a guy that's going to be like that, and he wants to give that to you and give yeah. you more of the Homer kind of mentality on TV, like yeah. a lot of the bosses, the TV execs will be like, "Don't do that." You sure, know, play it, play it a little more Homerish, but not too much, and kind of down the middle. Also, you're nowadays see the difference with someone like Hawk was that he could love love the White Sox to death, but then also, you know, criticize them. He could go yeah. all angles, right? Nowadays, most of the yeah. broadcasts, because you're under the team's watch, they're like, everything has to be swell with the team yeah, at I all just, times. Just, Remember yeah. the Orioles dude no, that I'm got in you. trouble? Like, yeah. No, I like it. No, I'm with, with you. No, I'm with you. Like, yeah, if the guy's struggling by, hey, man, he knows he shouldn't be doing this. Like, there's a way of going about talking about your team instead of bashing them, you know? There's, yeah. there's guys out there that do that, have done that. But, yeah, I – Hey, what a, you know, just the excitement level a little bit, you know, that's all. Well, both. Okay. So here, perfect example, right? You just had your first year doing some studio at Yes, yeah. right? So obviously you're living and dying off the team at sure. times, right? Yeah. Following them and you want to see them be successful. But then at the same time, when they're struggling, like they didn't make the playoffs this year. You weren't going on yeah. there just being like, well, everything's great. You were like, hey, no. yo, we got to get this shit together, yeah. boys. Exactly. I watched. Yeah. You, you know, could, you could criticize, but build up and build down. But at the same time, you, the finish, I finish it strong. You yeah. know what I mean? You're right. You're right. But I but, do. But I some do. of the, some of these guys, it, it's different. Like the, the Yanks are good with this, right? Yeah. They they can they can go where, for the most part compared yeah. to most teams, yeah. right? If you're the Orioles broadcaster this past season, all you did was say the Rays have beaten us a lot in the past, and you get nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with that at all. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I want a homer. I'm I'm a Todd side here. I want a homer. I want a homer for my own team. I'm not, a, I'm not against you. <laughs> no, no, but I also want him to be able to speak the truth if you're doing shitty and be like, yeah, man, true. this guy sucks because you know it. I mean, you know, that, you know, listen, guys get guys get their feelings hurt, but you know when you're not doing well, right, Todd? You know when you're not doing well. Exactly. And the guy's like, he's 0 for 15. Yeah, no shit, I'm 0 for 15. Try being in the batter's box. Yeah. Knowing you're 0 for 14, go for that 15th at bat. Uh -huh, I understand baby. where I'm at. And also, no. by the way, uh, Justin in the chat said he does – he has high energy, does football, and slam ball on ESPN. Now, I don't know what the hell slam ball is, but it sounds oh, like yeah. slamming good time. It no, is. It is. It's the trampolines. You, hell it's yeah. It's basketball with trampolines. You know, that yeah. I, there's not many jobs that I tried to get in life. I actually tried to get that one at one point. Announcer? Yeah, I know the guy who started the whole league and yeah, the whole thing, cool. and I spoke to him. I was, I was like an OG slam ball fan. It was on Spike TV like 20 years ago. And it was freaking sick back then. Yeah, I haven't cool. seen the the new version. I, I I saw I saw a little bit of it. It's bro, they get up so high and just slant. It, it's pretty fun. It's I could cool. see it's you know what, Todd. I could see uh, Scott being more of one of the tag announcers, the world tag announcers. You know, have oh, you seen yeah. the tag where they run around the playground? And they yeah. I could see yeah, Scott being like and and AJ Tonks Todd on the final <laughs> he second. Him. He touched him. He did. Oh, he, he really got him. him. Let's go to the replay. 
He got like just a sliver of T-shirt there as we see the nail kind of grab it. Hey, we do that in baseball sometimes, to be fair. Sure. Sometimes now with replay, we do, do we do do that. We're like, did you see like a, a just a little clip of jersey there that yep. came off for one second mm. off of the bag? Right? True. So you're right. I would actually love to. I'll, I'll say that whatever it's called, the National Tag Association. Um, <laughs> my, my nephew is really good at tag. Uh, so I've done some play-by-play and I'm available. Okay. If you need a demo tape, I'll send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Quitting on us already. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But, um, lastly though, on, on the new White Sox broadcaster, congratulations, Tim. And also, um, good luck because AJ will be watching and listening basically every day. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. I can't wait to meet him and get to know him. You guys are going to be friends. Okay. Uh, we're about to do a little slap hands action. We got a, a couple extra things to, to load up here, including something for our guy, Eloy Jimenez, uh, that we're going to go through in a second. All right, so we're going to do a, a standing ovation to one of our regulars, Eloy Jimenez. And I forgot to ask him the other day, but I'm going to shout it out here for Eloy, yeah. friend of the show. Uh, he is named the uh, Pitching for Baseball and Softball uh, Ambassador MVP Award. It recognizes a donor or an ambassador within the baseball world who's made a significant contribution to PIFBS. Uh, it could be like equipment, money, awareness building the whole deal so shout out to Eloy obviously making a big impact and the one thing that stood out to me and and here you go uh based out of Pennsylvania uh, the organization you can see a little bit more info if you're watching right now versus on the pod it's awesome um what stands out to me with Eloy is he has role models that he spoke to us about the other day and it's important for him to do the same to youngsters, especially from his home country. So I think from what he's doing off the field, the best is yet to come. Cause he's a pretty like happy, fun, loving yeah. guy. You know how he is, right? Like yeah. we, we've had him on a few times. So uh, shout out to Eloy, obviously congratulations to him too. And we give credit to him all the time. It's tough. It's hard to speak English too. And he's, he comes on here and dominates the English language as well. He gets it. And this is just, a little check mark for him. Great, great job, dude. This is something that's awesome. These kids are going to remember this forever, whatever you can give back. And for him to do that at, you know, at such a young age too, as well, solid job by him and the White Sox should be very proud. Yeah. And also props. I mean, we bring, you know, tons of players on this show. So when they've got something cool or an honor and award, like Let just like we do with the 10 year service during the season, when yeah. guys hit their 10 year <laughs> service, that stuff's cool. So we pointed out, obviously we got a little extra player insight here that you don't necessarily see elsewhere. So again, congratulations to him. Really cool. Um, I'm going to, I guess, pat myself on the back a, a little bit here, or really it was just a bucket list thing. Cause I've been um, giving AJ bucket list experiences now as we've been teammates on FT. So what I, t- I took you to your first rave. You, you went to your first uh, poker tournament, right? You, you've hit a couple things. I don't know, that you those, can Todd, I don't know if those are bucket list you know, experiences. They are. It's cool to check them off. You know, it's not like, it's not like they were in the top, I don't know, 500 of things I want to do, but you know, they oh, made the come list. On. <laughs> it was, uh, it was 198 and 197 and you had a good time there. <laughs> no, they yeah, both were great. had a great Listen, time at both. Uh, both were great. And let me say this about, before we get into you patting yourself on the back for doing a poker broadcast, 
<laughs> MGM and the way they handled that whole thing just the last 24 hours was awesome. Borgata was great. The poker tournament was so fun. I got to meet so many people and check out Scott and Foul Territory and my social to see all the things that happened. But it was a really cool experience, and, and I'm glad I got to do it. And, Todd, you can have the next one. <laughs> I'm in, baby. You'll I'm like in. it. You'll, it was fun. It was a fun 24 hours. There's also some cool content that you'll see over the next week or so, including AJ trying to do chip tricks. Oh, I, you know, yeah, the, I can't. The guys that. with all the, they flip, flick it on one finger to the, the next. Do and then, that? Yeah. yeah, so you'll see some tricks. Dude, yeah, Todd, so Todd, when you're sitting at the table, every person is doing that. They're all doing like, all you hear, I'm like, oh my gosh, all you hear is the chips just clink, 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 clink. Everybody, every guy is just sitting there messing with their chips the whole, oh my gosh, don't y'all get tired of that? Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a nervous tick, right? It there. is. You should you should have picked up on. No, I'm just kidding. It's their. Dude, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do uh, it. There was one. Okay, so one guy, I'm, Scott, yeah. got, thought I got to sit with this guy. I think his name was Joe, and he had a cowboy hat on, and he had a bandana. And he had like these big ass rings on. And he goes to me, he says, he's like, who are he? He sits, I sit down at the table and there's like only like three other people at the table. And he looks at me and he goes, and they had, we had like a, the alley from MGM was following me. So I sit down and he's like, I know you. And I'm like, no, you don't, bro. He's like, we've played poker against each other before, haven't we? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we haven't. Nope. I know for a fact we've never done this. And then he's sitting there and he's super loud, right? Loud and everyone's kind of getting Loudest annoyed with him. Oh, by far, right? Yeah. He's like loud. Not in a mean, not like mean way, but he's just loud. And then so I get some hand and, and he looks at me and he goes, he just stares at me like he's staring at my soul. And I just look at him I'm like, <laughs> and he didn't know what to do. He's like, oh. And then he looks at me and goes, you know, I took Phil Ivy out once. Oh, like, Jesus. Here we no, go. No, listen, Todd, best part, I go, Who's Phil Ivy? Oh, and he no. goes, you don't know who Phil Ivy is? I'm like, am I supposed to? He's like, Perfect. really? You don't know who Phil Ivy is? And I'm like, never heard of him. Why? Oh, you need to watch it on video. Check me out on video. And I'm like, Great cool, play. bro. Great play. Meanwhile, yeah. AJ knows and who Phil Ivy is. Yeah. And then the guy, uh, then they moved him, which was great. They moved. Yes. They moved him. Well, there's two other parts that you're missing on, on that story. Um, number one. He asked you what your name is pretty early on and then started calling you by your, uh, your, Scott. your pseudonym. Scott. Scott. Yeah, he goes, right. what's your name? I go, Scott. He's like, hey, I'm Scott. Right. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm playing and all, and AJ's at the table next to me. So all of a sudden I hear, yo, Scott. Oh, geez, and I look like, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, great. AJ job. told him his name, Scott. And then also you can't script this stuff. So AJ had multiple encounters with fans at, as soon as he touched down in Jersey who all had one very unique uh, similarity. And that included within minutes after AJ sat down at his poker table for his tournament, a guy, very nice and a pretty talented poker player who sat next to AJ. And what was he wearing, AJ? He was rocking the White Sox hat. Nice. How crazy yeah. is that? Within like a few hours, right AJ next already to had run into multiple White That's Sox cool. hats. Like right that. now, what are the chances, dude, that he sits for his first ever tournament and the dude sitting next to him in Jersey is yeah. wearing a freaking White Sox hat? Uh, we don't claim those people, okay? <laughs> no, he was a Yankees fan. It just matches up. Yeah, he was. He was a Yanks fan. He's my, just like, my favorite. No, I got you. No, that's so a Todd, great hat. It's a great it's hat. A great hat. Yeah. It's so, great. Todd, I was, we, Scott was with me. We walk, we're walking to the tournament and we have like an escort and a guy has a White Sox hat on. He walks by and I'm like, hey, go White Sox. He's like, <laughs> They freaking suck, dude. And I'm like, well, don't take the hat off, bro. Why are you, why are you wearing just the hat? Look. Just for looks. Yeah, but I'm like, come on, bro. No one says that in real life. Like, you can just be like, hey, yeah, cool, bro. 
and keep walking, but so they suck. I'm like, well, then take your hat off, dork. <laughs> AJ signed the dude's hat. Nice. Yeah. I wish I knew that guy's nice name. I wish I knew his name because he was he helped me actually helped me out a lot. He was he was really cool about it. He yeah. knew I he looks at me and goes, You have no idea what you're doing. And I'm like, I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah, just and he's like, just 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 sit there and I'll help you. Yeah, he did well. We never him and I never went against each other. So he was really cool. And then him and the him and the guy, so he was on my left over here. And then the guy on my right was a guy that they grew up on the same block from each other. Oh my and they, god. In New York. So they knew each other and they hadn't seen each other in like 20 years. And they're like, no way. I grew up in, in Washington. What's it? Washington Heights or something in Brooklyn. Yep. yep. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I grew up on this block. And he's like, me too. Oh, I own the bodega. Oh, shit. I know. You know, it was, it was pretty cool. So um, it was a great playing, experience. They were playing everybody. They were in there. Todd together. Father's got conspiracy theories over they're here. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's fine. They, they do Pop. randomize, I will tell you. When you enter, obviously, there's tons of tables. And I wanted to sit at AJ's table, but they, they don't let you do that. Todd, you know, guess crazy. what I got firsthand? First hand, what's what I got? Mm. Twos. Pocket aces. Oh. First hand. First all hand in. ever. All in. Oh, I couldn't get to it. Everyone folded because I was oh, big. Man. I was big blind, so I never even got to bet. Oh, Literally, so they're like, I'm good. like sitting there, and I'm like looking at it. And I'm like, I look at it. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. I got pocket yeah. aces to start. And That's I'm just amazing. sitting there, you know, like trying to talk to Scott because he was like right. He was at the table next to me. And then everyone's like, fold, 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 fold. And I'm like. Damn it, this was my one chance where I actually could because I always said firsthand I was gonna go all in and I was totally gonna do it. And then yep. damn it, everyone folded. Hey, did you see uh don't show yet, AJ? You're you're good about seeing things, right? We talk about holidays. You Picking see, up on you, stuff. Yeah, do you see AJ's coffee mug today? I didn't. Oh, look at look at the hearts on this baby. Look oh, at him. Oh, hey. Yeah. He's in he's I think, Valentine's I think, Day mug. I think no? he, mm. he's got he's got a heart, he's got a lover side to him. Yeah. He's not about, you know, whatever the holidays, but when Valentine's Day comes, mama's gonna be No, happy. I had a Santa Claus mug during Christmas. True. I had right. a I right, got all, man. listen, my I got all kinds of mugs. I got so many mugs. It's he's crazy. a mug collector. All right, he's we gotta mugger. get that foul territory mug now, too. Yeah, right. Scott. Oh, we can do that. I'm on it. Uh, it's the season of love now for AJ. That's what Seasons he says. Seasons of love. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I will. I will say because AJ stole my thunder. But I did check off a bucket list item. I love watching poker when I was younger, and I watch streams sometimes. So I got to broadcast, and nice. it was nice. it was freaking fun. It was cool, um, and <laughs> they were great. I mean, their their broadcasters are first class. Oh yeah, why don't you tell everyone? So they there's the crew there um it nice. was awesome hanging with them so jeff and jamie appreciate you making me feel welcome i had quite a few drinks before i hopped on i was way better so i should have been doing that <laughs> my whole career and we spent like a good amount of time i think it was on with them for like an hour or two beautiful go ahead show and tell we have two new All additions right. to the desk yep guess todd guess who gave me these one is barry bonds one's brian Erlacher. yeah I, I could tell i i did barry bonds give you those no <laughs> scott's dad Oh, nice. All and then right. today, going through security, I got stopped, and they opened my bag, and they're like, what are those? And I'm like, bobbleheads? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to take the heads off those. They were in a box, and they made me oh open the God. box and take them out. And I'm like, they're bobbleheads. Bro, you, know, you, got, you got the whole – you got screwed up at the airport, man. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> Sir, what are you trying to smuggle into Florida? Um, bobbleheads. Bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. Once you take the head off, you're, yeah. you're what's in there? Uh, in my bag, Barry Bonds and Brian Urlacher. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So two new additions. They look good though. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate you. Um, all right. Well, on our way out here, tomorrow's guest list is is nice. 
AJ Minter nice. of the vaunted Braves bullpen. And new Boston Red Sox, Tyler O'Neill, who I love for years, super talented dude. He's had some injuries, but, and yes, we know he's like kind of Jack, mm-hmm. um, kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Scott's going to be jealous. I am, yeah. Hey, Todd, <laughs> that, Todd, Todd I have one here. picture for you before we go. Okay. I got a picture for you. All right, go ahead, show me. show it. Too late, Uh-oh. they said. No, it's not. It's the, no, gosh, it was the cake that Scott ate last night. Oh, dude, dude you could have done it tomorrow. Oh, we took the music no. off. Oh, yeah, we're showing this cake you ate. <laughs> Look at that thing. Oh, wow. Oh, Scooter that's... took that thing down. Oh, Straight to the hips. Scooter, that looks good, brother. Yeah, I wish, dude. I wish I could have touched that. You know you what I even, had for you dessert? You eat it? I can't. It's got dairy. Oh, yeah, you're right. My it's got you know fruit what I had for I dessert? Espresso martini. That's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad. I had a long night after that of poker broadcasting. No big deal. Also, by the way, Monday's guest list includes Nolan Gorman of the St. Louis Cardinals. Michael K. Ooh, Michael uh, K. Next week. Little Michael K. We're gonna get into him a little bit. Yeah. Let's break him down. We will. We will. Little little Todd Father Michael K. Connection. And uh, Nathaniel Lowe is gonna join us next week too. So just giving some people that hung around with us for a couple hours today a sneak peek of some of the guests coming up over the next week. And guess what? Also, at some point, some other players. I know people are complaining. Some other players like you know Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell, Matt Chapman, etc. They will sign. I promise you that. I guarantee you they will Ooh. sign for guaranteed money. No Mar- Miami Marlins minor league contract shit. All right. We'll see you on Friday. We've got a new offer for the FT fam with the same bonus code FOUL, F-O-U-L. Bet $5, get $158 instantly. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app, sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account, Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you've placed a bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Again, that's bonus code FOUL, F-O-U-L. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.